When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back. Nine o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the speculative portion of the show has ended, and now the informational portion will commence. All right. Seth Joyner is sponsored by Bradford Whitewater. Heaters to find a plumbing professional near you. Visit BradfordWhite.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Seth Joyner. How are you, Seth? I'm doing fantastic, man. What a win yesterday. Did you enjoy You love a nice dominant win like that, right? Well, listen, football is meant to be a dominant game, and when you have a dominant team, you should be able to dominate the game. All right. With that, I'm going to get right to this because a lot of people are on social media expressing concern about this tweet, and I would like the context of it and your rep and your comments now. Make sure you word it like you worded it before. What kind of crow you want me to eat? Come on. <laughs> he uh, tweeted there out. There you go. You like you like Fred Astaire this morning and Michael Jackson all wrapped up in one. Excuse me. Do you realize Keith Jones? His hands are licensed as lethal weapons. Oh, yeah. So and be they just careful. left the building. <laughs> all right, he he said, "Okay, I'm done." And then you took off on Gannon, and you said he has no aggressive DNA. I'm, this was after one of the Tannehill uh, scampers where he gets first down, right? One of those? Yeah, the fourth and seven. Fourth and seven, that's right, was, and he easily got it. It was fourth and seven. Then they turned around and they com- converted another third and seven, you know, yep. a couple of series yep. later. And I'm like, you know, th- they have the audacity to go for it on fourth and seven on your 40. And, you know, what do you give us? Four-man rush and zone behind it. And I'm looking at it like, you know, that's if there's ever a situation where you bring pressure and make the quarterback hurry up and get the ball out of his hand, make the tackle short of the sticks, we got the ball on a short field, two first downs, we're in scoring position, it's right there. But you allow them to tie the score up because, you know, you don't have the aggressiveness in you to actually go after a quarterback that's not really that good. And let me say this about tweets, okay? When I'm tweeting in game, because a lot of people like to, you know, make comments, oh, that didn't age well. You know, there is no shelf life, you know, when you're tweeting in-game. I'm make, I'm doing the commentary, I'm analyzing in-game, and you know that the game is going to have ebbs and flows within the game. And more likely than not, you know, the Eagles have shown that they're going to win the darn game. You know, they're 11-1. So what I'm tweeting in-game is the emotion of the moment, uh, more so than – how the game is going to end. Exactly. Well, now in that framework, it's completely understandable to me, and I accept that explanation totally, and I will not further <laughs> pursue the crow eating of this morning. Yeah, you want you need one of these paper towels so you can eat crow? <laughs> uh, I, no, I don't really. He's slobbering right See, now. See, the good thing about me, Seth, is I don't tweet at all because it would not go well. So let me get to the big question going into the game. How the hell are the Eagles going to stop Derrick Henry? Well, they stopped them cold, 2.7 yards a carry, 30 yards. What did they do? 
Well, I think it's a combination of things. I think that, you know, they heard all week, you heard Brandon Graham talk about in his post game yesterday that all we heard was, oh, Derrick Henry this, Derrick Henry that, oh, Derrick Henry's going to run over you. I think they were really motivated to jump on Derrick Henry and stop him. The other thing is people really didn't pay attention, you know, to the numbers, you know, from an analytical standpoint. You know, Derrick Henry was averaging 21 carries for 59 yards over the last three games and only one touchdown. Um, conversely, Ryan Tannehill was averaging about 33 passes per game for 293 yards and four touchdowns over the last three games with the emergence of Traylon Burks, which we knocked out, you know, on that first touchdown play. Um, so something was amiss. They just hadn't been running the ball the way they had been running the ball, but that's not to take anything away from the effort that the Eagles front four front five, you know, yeah. plus linebackers actually did yesterday. I mean, they were they were just laying the wood to him all day long. They never let him get a, get started. And when you're playing a running back like that, you've got to get to him early and not let him get his shoulders turn up field, not let him get into your secondary because, quite honestly, those guys on the back end, they don't want any of that six-foot-four, six-foot-five, you know, 245 pounds. Well, I, I've always been told, all right, so if you're gearing up for the run, then you're maybe more vulnerable mm-hmm. with your pass rush. You might have more trouble in the passing game. They had six sacks. So how were they able to do that, stop the run, and also get the Tannehill? Well, I think that, you know, not that you want to see anybody get hurt, but I think that the Jordan Davis injury was, you know, a blessing in disguise. Because what wound up happening, you signed Limbell Joseph, you signed Dominican Sue, and now you have this dearth of depth at, you know, the defensive tackle position. And with all that depth, now you're rotating guys in. They're staying fresh. There's a little bit of competition for playing time because you got five defensive tackles and six defensive tackles in there. And when, you know, they didn't blitz. They just had a good day rushing the passer. Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick, I believe, had, you know, a sack and a half or two sacks each um, yesterday. So when those guys are playing well and you're holding the line, there's nowhere for the quarterback to step up. The only time you really get in trouble – is like when they scrambled on that fourth and seven, the defensive end on the left side lost contain, and he gets outside, and you know he's off to the races. I love it. And now I was—I had another question, but my next call is going to handle it for me. It's Dustin from the Northeast. Hi, Dustin. Yo, man, what's going on? I know you emailed me about this, and we finally got to see the kid in the middle from Georgia, Nicobe Dean. What did you want to ask uh, Seth about Nicobe Dean? Seth, why, I, I see. I still have a problem with that because you, you saw what he did on the field. He got a little bit more playing time, and he, he 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 looked like he belonged out there. Am I wrong, Seth? Like, does he does did he look out of place at all? No, let's say he flashed. I think the reason why you haven't seen him is because the other two guys have been playing extremely well. Because their white got a little banged up yesterday, so he got an opportunity to get on the field. But you want to know one of the things that that struck me yesterday in watching him, you know, around other players is how small he is, Um, and he's not a blazer. Now, that doesn't mean that he can't be a player, that he won't be a player, Um, but I was really struck um, in how how small he was in the fact that um, he wasn't extremely um, twitchy or fast. But, you know, listen, the guy plays. um, He plays with a lot of effort. He made, you know, a couple of tackles on special teams, and he made a couple of tackles, you know, when he got in the game. Um, The first play – that he got in, 
he gets the holding penalty, but he actually makes the tackle on Derrick Henry. Yeah. So um, I think as, as Eagles fans, we ought to be encouraged by what we see. We've all been wondering where the heck he's been, um, and he, he showed up yesterday. He had to get in and play. That was surprising. I, I got to say, Dustin, I was – I had forgotten he was here. You were the one who kept thinking about him because he was a tremendously effective college guy. That shows you their depth, that they bring the kid in and he gets five tackles. That's pretty awesome. Well, Seth, the other question, I I do have one more point for Jonesy, but Seth, the other question is, yesterday he played 27% of defensive snaps. He got 15 snaps on defensive side of the ball. That could be like maybe one series, probably closer to two, two and a half. Are we going to be seeing any more like, like what we saw yesterday and just out of the fifth? He made a difference. He, I think he looked unbelievable out there. But I'm, I'm also a homer. I, 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 I do think he deserves a little bit more playing time. Do you think he's going to get more playing time? Do you think Gannon, like, is there any word about him getting more playing time or not? All right, Dustin, thanks for call. You explain to me you cannot put these linebackers. Like, he's not super fast. So who can you not pair him with on the linebacker team? Well, listen, if they're yeah. forced to play him, they're forced to play him. If Kazir White can't go, he's going to start no matter what. Okay. Um, I just think that, you know, T.J. Edwards and Kazir White are just two better linebackers at this point they in time. They are better. Okay. The other thing is Kazir gives you a lot of versatility. I've seen, you know, Kazir can – can cover backs, he can cover tight ends. There's times in, you know, the trips formation where where they'll swap the tight end and the slot receiver, and, and the number three guy will be um, the slot receiver. And I've seen Kazir White line up on that guy and cover him because he's got, you know, he's a former defensive back, so he has, you know, coverage skills, defensive back skills. The problem is, you know, if N'Kobe Dean and T.J. Edwards wind up being your starting linebackers, then you're going to have to play a lot more dime than you might want to because neither one of those guys are, you know, uh, sub sub four five four five five, you know, type guys. You know, they're just not that fast, and they're not fleet of foot in the in the coverage piece of you know playing defense and how you get that done. Seth, how how fast were you when you played? Coming out of college, I was a four five two guy. Wow, how f- at, wow at, at two fifty five by the way. At, that's a man. That is the male. Uh, to, you what fourth? What is that like to be that big to can run that fast? That's what did you do? where did you play in college and high school? What position? I played in high school. I played fullback, tailback, tight end, um, and I played linebacker on the defensive side of the ball. In college, I was strictly linebacker. I played two years inside and two year, two years outside. Did you like it more running the ball or playing? Uh, uh, the linebacker? Um, no. J- defense. No? I, I always – I was much more aggressive, you know, with the ball, trying to get the ball out of somebody else's hand than with it in mind. But you weren't 255 in college. Oh, yeah. You were? Yeah. I mean, you were? What were you in high school? 230? No, 195. Wow! When Wait I, a minute, when Al. I, when he I, gained 60 pounds? When I, when I graduated from high school – um, I was 195 pounds. That's why, you know, I wasn't that heavily recruited. Ah. Um, and systematically, after my freshman year, I went from from two ni- 195 to 215, 215 to 235. And when the Eagles drafted me, I was 255. Wow. And when they brought me in um, and decided, you know, they were going to make me 
an outside linebacker because that was a problem. Most teams didn't know where to play me. When they decided they were going to make me an outside linebacker, you know, Buddy made me get down to about 242. And that's when you were running a 4-5. Oh, I was running a 4-5 before then. Two you better five. start running, Andrew. <laughs> if I, what I have now learned is, Al, I have no shot if I try to run away from that Jordan. Oh, my God. You could still run pretty good, right? I don't run anymore. <laughs> could you chase me down if you needed to? Listen, if you see me, if you see me running, a dog is after me. <laughs> with, with, with big things. Okay? <laughs> 215-592-9494. We come back. We got to talk about the offense. We got to talk about A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts. And- 